Welcome to Millennials and Money Cafe, where we create events to empower, inspire, and motivate millennials to love, live, and matter. Hi, I'm Marilyn O'Malley of MarilynO'Malley.com, and I guide sensitive and creative entrepreneurs and professionals to remove their subconscious blocks and habits that hold them back so they can break through to their next level of personal and professional success, wealth, happiness, and self-love. I want you to know that you and your actions matter. And today I have an awesome guest on. I have Samantha Matt who, of Forever 20-somethings, an online magazine. And Samantha Matt started Forever 20-somethings in 2011 as her own personal blog that documented her journey through the confusing world that was life after college. Now, almost five years later, the blog has turned into an online magazine with over 70 contributors located across the country. In addition to Forever 20-somethings, Samantha's writing can also be seen on the Huffington Post, Elite Daily, Thought Catalog, and Bro Bible. Samantha graduated from Ithaca College in 2010 with dreams of moving to Los Angeles or New York City to work in the entertainment industry. Instead, she found herself back home in Boston with no job and no money, unsure how to navigate life after college. And now a few years later, she is still living in Boston and still lacking a savings account. Basically, she's just like every other 20-something woman out there, confused about adulthood and always trying to lose 3 to 10 pounds. Samantha dedicates all her free time, aka when she's not working her full-time job, drinking wine, or spending all her money on Pure Bar to Forever 20-somethings. You can follow her on Twitter at, at SamanthaMatt1 or Forever 20 tweets, and that's the showing up as the number two zero tweets. Welcome, Samantha. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you here, and I'm sure our guests are going to get a lot out of this conversation. So, um, so what drew you to uh, reading and creating uh, Forever 21 somethings? So um, I started I started the blog in 2011, almost a year after I had graduated from college. I was working my first job out of college. I was kind of bored. Um, I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted to be doing as it was an entry level job and there wasn't much work available. So I decided to start a blog as my creative outlet. Um, I started it as, you know, writing about my everyday life, very much a, a personal blog. And I shared my articles and my thoughts on Facebook and Twitter and people started to message me and to let me know how much they related to what I was writing about. And I realized that everyone was kind of in the same boat and everyone felt the same way about the whole life after college thing. So from there, I realized um, I should make this into an online magazine. I started having other people contribute articles. And from there, it took off. And, and people really loved it. They loved using it as their own creative outlet, as a way to figure out what they were interested in, um, and also to just 
feel like they, they weren't alone in navigating the adult world. Mm. So you created a nice community for people and a, and a great resource for 20 somethings to come and, and, um, read. So you're, you're, you're helping people on both ends of it. People who want to write and communicate what's happening and those that are searching for seeing what others are doing. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So let's talk a little bit about, um, so how'd you do this while you're working full time? So it, at first it was easy. Um, it was very much like my own little extracurricular activity. Um, when I was in high school and college and just growing up, I, I always had tons of stuff I was doing outside of, of school and whatever was going on. So it kind of was not a big deal for me to have this other thing that I would have to do outside of work that I wasn't getting paid for. Um, and I guess that's just how you feel when you graduate college over time that kind of goes away. Um, people get, they get busy, they get tired. Um, work becomes more and and more complicated and, and complex as each year goes on. Um, so it definitely changed over time. I became busier at work and the time I had to a lot to forever 20 somethings was, you know, less and less. So I would have to stay in on, on weekend nights sometimes to really catch up on things. I would, you know, stay up late some nights. I would wake up early and maybe have two hours before I would have to go to work to get the site ready for the day. Um, so it was kind of, you know, picking and choosing and saying no to plans. That was a hard thing. Mm. Um, definitely turning down plans and, and fear of missing out and, and realizing that sometimes, you know, you have to, to do what you love if you want to keep it going. Yeah, I can, I can hear that you're passionate about this, that there was something in the, so what is the passion about it? Is it the community? Is it the, the writing? Is it the helping, serving, or all of the above? Or It's definitely all of the above. Um, I actually, I went to school for television production and I minored in writing, so I always had an interest in writing. I always wanted to, to write for TV. Um, but then when I started this, I realized that I loved the whole creative world. I still would love to do video for the site um, and just in general. But I really loved creating this community and, and helping people become better writers and, and learning all about how to build a community on social media. And because I figured out what career path I wanted to go on. Thanks to this website, I am super passionate about helping other people figure out what career paths they want to go on, helping them become better writers. Um, and then I just, I love writing in general. Um, I've always loved making people laugh. So that's mm -hmm. something that I think the website is pretty good at. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're very real in what we write, but also witty. Yeah, yeah. No, I really enjoyed that. And I, I, uh, I like seeing that. And there is a, you know, it, it the, there's a big part about not taking ourselves too seriously, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> right. So, so what uh, tips would you have for people who are trying to side hustle and, and how to stay motivated? So definitely um, what I was saying before, really, you know, not making excuses and just doing it. I hear so many people say, I want to start this business, or I'd love to do this one day, or, you know, even I'd love to do this as a career. And then 
they don't really follow through with it. So I think, you know, if you want to do something, you just have to do it. I, and when I was in college, I always talked about, you know, writing scripts and, and starting my own blog, but I never did it. And I wish I did. Um, because although I did start it at a young age, I could have started it when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that. And then just when you do it, staying motivated and really sticking to it. So many of my writers, they'll be so excited about writing for like a month or two and then they stop. Mm -hmm. uh, they become busy with work, but everyone's busy with work. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that the, the uh, you know, a lot of times what I find it's the big why. Why are you doing what you want to do? You know, and so it's like for you. The, you you had multiple reasons why you had um, why you could hustle this in a way, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's like the if if you don't have a good why, a lot of times then you won't have that energy to push push through. Yep. Yeah. yeah figuring out the why. <laughs> I yeah. love. Yeah. Um, so um, and um, so you make money off this website. Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So this be adds to your uh, livelihood. Yes. So um, when it first started, it wasn't making any money. Um, it wasn't really making money for a couple years. And after a few years, I started putting display ads on the site. So very basic, um, like Google AdSense. I was working with some other agencies on putting you know, display ads for something for a couple months that would resonate with our audience. Mm -hmm. And that makes it a decent amount of money, but not a ton. Another way is we write about products um, or TV shows. We promote things, but we only work with brands that we're passionate about and that we think our readers will enjoy. I don't want the, the site to turn into a money-making machine because, you know, the root of it is is helping people navigate life in their 20s. So, if we find a product or a TV show or something that our readers really love, we'll write about it. But it's more, you know, for the people. Yay. So what what do you want uh, 20-somethings to take away from your story about creating this, creating your website? Um, I guess it depends. There's the 20-somethings who are reading it and then the ones who are, are writing it. And I think for the ones that are, are reading it to take away that you are not alone and you are not old. Um, those are the two biggest things. And the site has been so fantastic in showing all the different changes you go through throughout your 20s, your early 20s, your mid 20s, your late 20s, and just seeing how everyone is, is so much of the same. You think that you're all such different people, but when it comes down to it, we kind of all have the same thoughts and feelings. And that's been, I think, the greatest thing to see from this the website. And the other thing is everyone always talks about how old they are. Um, <laughs> when I was in my early 20s, I used to talk about how old I was because I had graduated college. And then, you know, it goes on in your mid-20s and your late 20s. <laughs> and the website celebrates that you're not old. Right, right, right. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, and you're not alone. That's a big thing. And um, um, same thoughts and feelings. So, so I'm wondering, what would you tell your younger, what would you tell your uh, younger 20-something today? I would tell them to keep, stay motivated. Um, definitely, 
don't feel old. You know, you're, you're young, but stay motivated and figure out what you love and do it. Um, if that involves moving across the country, do it. If that involves, you know, not going out one night, do it. Um, I think that everyone should really stay motivated and, and try to have the best life possible by having, you know, a great career. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what would you tell you? Oh, what would I tell me? Yes. What would you um, tell, what would you tell your 21 year old? At 21, I would tell myself to stop being so afraid to put my ideas and thoughts out there. Um, that's something that I wasn't super confident in doing until probably like two years into writing this blog. Um, but I, I really, really wish that I had more confidence back then. And I spoke up in the workplace and I wish that I, you know, wrote more online that was from the heart. I think a lot of what I was doing, I, I was really timid, both in person and online. And so you were writing what you thought other people wanted you to wanted yeah, to hear. Exactly. Right. So you would tell yourself to be more you. Yes. To be to just like stop trying to be what you think other people want you to be. Exactly. Yeah. And just really, you know, I would tell myself, you have great ideas. Put them out there. Tell people about them. <laughs> Yay, what a great message. And so what would you tell your 25-year-old? I would tell my 25-year-old self, I guess, um, to slow down and that I'm still young and, you know, to take it, take it easy. I'm not really old. I, I always thought that when I was 25, like, that was it. I was going to be super boring. Um, I couldn't go out anymore. I would have nothing to write about. And I kind of panicked. But there was really nothing to panic about because even at where I am now, I'm, I'm still young and I wish I, I didn't have that fear. <laughs> yeah. So to not fear that you're going to run out of yourself. Uh, yeah. To, to run out of time. So both in relationships, there's so many people at 25 and even at my age now at 27 who think that, you know, you have to get married by a certain age. You have to, you know go by this life timeline. Um, and I think at 25, especially with the quarter life crisis, you feel a rush to, to make that timeline happen. And I would tell myself to not abide by any timeline and to just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, so you brought up the quarter life crisis. So that, that, and, um, so that fascinates me. I just, I, read that in and on your blog and then in uh Paul Angon's uh books and stuff and and I was thinking um you know why do you guys think that you're in a crisis uh I, fascinates crisis. me <laughs> hmm? it's definitely not a crisis yeah because I think of it as an awakening and you know, it, it, it's just like you went through the same thing baby boomers are going through. Like nobody is born with instructions. <laughs> this mm -hmm. is going to be your life. This is how you're going to go. And I thought, oh, my God, what a shame that they're thinking that they're going through a crisis instead of like you, you, you know, what an opportunity you have to find out who you are. And you have a lifetime to do that in all these different stages of your life. Right. Yeah, but it's like this unveiling, just like you know how much you change between twenty one and twenty five. 
and then how much you've learned from 25 to to 30 it's going to be you know this is the biggest time of your life biggest changes that really influences the rest of your life and and what i thought was funny too was that so you're thinking quarter crisis uh i mean you guys coined this this term and so midlife crisis is people who who weren't as conscious as you're being and so they're having to replay they're having to discover what you guys are or doing in your 20s, being more conscious, going, who am I? What do I really want to do? Uh, what do I have to offer? How can I do it without sacrificing myself, etc.? and figure this thing out? And instead, they went, you know, kind of jumped in and went with the flow unconsciously and are waking up in midlife going, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, I found that fascinating. So in you guys, so you're helping people who are feeling like their lives are in crisis. Is that right? Yes. And that's the whole thing I was talking about at 25. I, I was in a, I thought I was in a crisis and a, a panic to kind of get to where I thought I should be. And I wasn't paying attention to, you know, maybe I'm changing, maybe I'm, I'm figuring out where I want to go. Um, and I think that things slow down as you get into your late twenties and you realize that, you know, you've changed and maybe what you wanted in your early twenties isn't what you're going to want in your late twenties. Um, and that can change, you know, in your thirties and in your Mm -hmm. forties beyond. Yeah. 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 We keep growing and changing. I'm a, I'm an expert at that. Uh, having spent a lot more years than where you're at right now. (laughs) And I did go through a, you know, a midlife crisis awakening. Um, So I totally understand that. And I love that you're more conscious and, and that, um, you know, you're, I think the writing, what I, what I'm getting and I, I'm seeing out there that the, the people who are writing things down and sort of documenting and sharing and being vulnerable and really sharing their fears and challenges and then how they get through it or, or how they get knocked down and then get back up, that that is really helping um, so many people because there is so much, you know, I see, I see a problem with, with um, the millennials um, comparing themselves on social media to or or uh, Instagram and stuff and saying why don't I have that I don't have that husband I don't have that life I'm not traveling there I'm not you know and they're so get caught up and knocking themselves down instead of like well what do I want to do who am I you know what what uh what's calling me from from my soul you know what am I excited what would I be excited about doing right now um, instead of comparing and and thinking that you you either have it or you don't, and you either have it now or you won't. Yeah, I think social media is is definitely a problem with everyone sharing these beautiful images on on Instagram, and then everyone making these crazy boards on Pinterest, um, and then just people are sharing less and less pictures. So the ones that they are sharing makes life look more glamorous than it is and that's when people develop like a fear of missing out Mm -hmm. um but there's the reality is not being seen on social media and I think that makes the quarter life crisis that people are going through worse because they think that 
their lives should be like so-and-so, but they have no money. I hear so many, and I've talked right. to so many people who think that, you know, they're broke and they don't understand how other 20-somethings have their stuff together, but no one actually feels like that. You can make your life look more glamorous than it is. Right, right, at, at any time. And um, all right, so let's see here. What other juicy things? So what's been one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Um, the best piece of advice. Um, huh. I would say to <laughs> the best piece of advice would probably be to, to keep doing my website. Um, there have been so many times where I've wanted to give up. Um, I've wanted to stop doing it and kind of focus on one thing at one time. Um, but some of like my mentors who are much, much older than I am told me, no, like keep doing what you're doing. And it's really, you know, going to help you and make you a better writer and make you better, you know, a better business person. And I listened to them and now it's, it's really, you know, they were right. It's definitely helped me in my career. And how has it helped you? So people that are, so how has it to keep going, um, helped you in your career? And so first it helped me to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, if I had never started the website, I wouldn't have known that I had an interest in editorial. Um, I might've figured it out, but it helped me get on that path and to figure out exactly what areas of editorial I'm interested in, which this is a lifestyle website. Um, my interests have gone heavily towards you know, health and fitness and, and relationships and career, which has been pretty great to find out. Um, I've met so many people. I've networked with so many people. Um, and that's just helped me to find freelance jobs, to find, um, to get different um, connections with different companies. And I get it's just a mix of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but I think that's great. You know, it's just like, um, you know, because one of the hardest steps is the first step, right? Yes. And so just like you just taking a step and saying, okay, I'm going to commit to doing this and I'm going to stay with it and... And then, you know, all the other steps sort of showed up for you as you went along. And as you've already said, they keep changing as you grow, right? Yes. So it's, you've given yourself, so it, cause I think a lot of time I, I could be wrong. So correct me on this, but a lot of times 20 somethings and particularly when they're comparing themselves to other people and we have this perfectionist, like if I can't do it right away, then I'm never going to be able to do it. Um, are afraid to take that first step and because it could be the wrong step and even or like and I'll say step as whether it's a job whether it's an internship whether it's to go travel whether it's to pick up a guitar and learn how to play it you know whatever their thing is do you do you find that to be true yeah definitely I think um and especially something that I've learned in running this website is time management and not trying to do a million things at once. I, I've been in situations in other businesses and in this one where when you try to do a million things at once, 
it kind of becomes a disaster mm-hmm. when you can just focus on doing one thing well and then move on to the next thing. And even though it's, you know, going to mean money down the line later, um, instead of right away, it's still better to focus on one thing at one time. <laughs> mm, love that. Love that. And, um, what is the biggest lie you've you caught yourself telling yourself? Um, well, definitely, especially when I was younger, that I, you know, am, am special because I have created this. I, I know what I want to do or I thought I knew what I wanted to do. And I think that's something a lot of 20-somethings tell themselves in their heads, of course, not out loud, um, that, you know, I'm going to get this job because I have everything it takes. And then you're devastated when something doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. Um, I've become aware of that, of course. And that's something I express to to all of my readers. But that's definitely something that is hard to to accept. Yeah. And why do you think that is? I think because a lot of, like, when you're in college, you – you get this mentality, or at least a lot of people I knew did that you got all, you had all these internships, you did all this great stuff. And then you graduate and you're like, wow, this world is huge. It's really hard to find a job. Um, it was really hard to find internships, but things change when you get a job. The interning is so different than working full time. When you're in your first job, people aren't telling you what to do. You have to figure everything out for yourself. Um, and just because you might've done great in college and had all these internships or activities, it doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy for you in life. Yeah. Even, even though you've done the right things, you, or, or, you know, things, right. You have to, uh, you have to learn. walk through it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, I think what you're doing is incredible, and I think you're creating a great uh, service. What do you um, what What do you get the most uh, questions or articles uh, about? You know that that people are wanting to know where they where twenty somethings are wanting to know where are they where are they struggling the most? So our readers love articles about anything having to do with life in your 20s, the really relatable stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they want to know that they are not alone in their thoughts and feelings. So it can be anything from career aspirations, um, anything from, you know, when they graduate from college or in, they're in their mid-20s or late 20s, their age groups, and knowing that they're not alone. Um, and that's in career or in their love lives. Um, and just in, in general. Yeah. And so, okay. So any, what last advice for the 20 something, for somebody who um, has never gone to your website yet and you can um, uh, give the address and uh, uh, URL for that and um, anything else where you want them to follow you, but, but leave us with, um, you know, what do you, you've already said they're not alone. Um, any other advice that we haven't spoken of yet that you think that, that, uh, intuitively you're getting a hit to share right now? Um, well, I've already said like, follow your passion, but also, you know, don't let anything 
stand in your way. So even rejection, like use all the negative things in your life as fuel to, to get ahead and, and figure out what you want and to motivate you and to figuring out what you want and doing what you love. <laughs> oh, that's a great message. And I'm glad you like it. <laughs> <laughs> as well as she has many more. There's lots of, lots of information, lots of great blogs on her site. And, um, so where do you want them to follow you? And, and is it's, um, forever20somethings.com, correct? Yes. Yes. And uh, Facebook or where? Um... Yeah, on Facebook, um, we are just facebook.com slash forever20somethings, and it's 20 spelled out like the word. And then on Twitter and on Instagram, we are at forever20tweets. Mm, great. And um, it's been wonderful getting to know you, Samantha. And um, I'm, I look forward to following you and seeing what else you create in this world. I, I intuitively have a hit that, that you are going to be creating a lot of magical things for people and bringing people together in bigger ways than just this, this online magazine. So I look forward to watching you shine out in the world. And Thanks. Thank you again for coming on to Millennials and Money Cafe. And um, we wish you love and um, you already are mattering. And <laughs> um, go live that turned on life. And I love what you're doing. And I'm sure everybody else really is appreciative and, grat and in gratitude of how you're showing up in the world. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. All right. Take care. You too.